Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! The Footy Talk Podcast, an episode with Andy Raymond and Josh Maguire. Looking back at a couple of the games from Saturday. Jeez, uh, hope your Sunday started well. Um, what are you doing? Are you waking up with a little bit of a hangover? Did you have a big night last night listening to the league and Matilda's on in the background? Uh, hope you have a wonderful Sunday. Hope you enjoy uh, the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, The Tigers-Dolphins, Moose, Uh, early on I thought it was going to be a genuine contender for one of the not-so-good games of the year. There was some terrible, terrible footy. Uh, They basically went punch for punch a lot of the way throughout this game. A Tigers try in the 14th minute. Um, Cody Nicarima to uh, Jermaine Asako, the the try that I want to highlight here to get back to 6-all. Nick Arima, just, I know he's got some flaws in the game. Some may say his pass selection today was great again. Yeah, he's such a skillful player. He, he's, his ability to be able to bounce from one defender to the outside yeah. defender within a split of a second and then sum up the, the right pass. He's one of the best in the competition. I had the privilege of playing with Cody at the Broncos. Yep. And he's, I've watched him grow up as a kid as well at Aspley Devils, actually, playing yeah. with one of my brothers. And he's always been such a skillful, smooth operator. Mm. And just like I said, his, his ability to bounce out, it, it's such an electric move that it, it gets the outside defender to turn in and it always beats the guy he's starting on. And, it, it, you know, it's a play that's very hard to defend. And when you've got a guy who can sum up the right option and, and pick the winger or pick the centre, yep. it just makes life a lot easier. And he, he is a special ball player. He does have some, you know, deficiencies in his defensive game. Yeah. But as a fullback, he's getting his hands on the ball in opportunities. I'm going to ask you, I'll ask you this, because you play with him, your mates with him. I find it hard to see him as a, a genuine fullback because I, I – yeah, you know, the height, he's not a big guy. I just think he's the perfect 14 and can cover so many positions or so many situations. But the Dolphins have got a lot on the injured list too. Yeah, they, they do. I think Hammer, Hammer's been playing to play centre. Yep. I think at the moment the, the Dolphins are at a position where they just have to get their best players on the field. Yeah. And Cody is And then you a, figure out a you position. figure it out what, yeah. what you can do from there. But his natural ability to ball play makes him a special player. But when he we've had our best success with Cody at the Broncos is when he was playing 14. We had Anthony Milford at one side, yep. Ben Hunt on the other, and Andrew McCulloch starting. That's so Macca took out all the sting of the football games, and on comes Cody, who's just electric and dynamite around the ruck. And he's able, his ability to show and go, and, and he's – one to ten meter speed is right up there with some of the quickest in the comp. He's not hasn't got that long term speed like a lot of our speedsters, but his short distance speed is something you know that's electric that could really trouble defenders. And I think that will be his spot moving forward at uh, at, uh, at the Dolphins. I think once everyone they can get everyone on deck and yeah. everyone can find their rhythm, I think he will be naturally suited to to relieve Marshall King as, as the fourteen, like you said. Moose, I got one for you. Um... Uh, 
soon an opportunity to sledge your mate, Andrew McCulloch. <laughs> but I caught up with the chainsaw uh, a couple of weeks ago and we went through his dream team, but he went through and did a sloppy rigs. Oh, he did. 13. Oh. And you got to start. Mate, I've got to, I've, I, I have to be honest, I do have a body like a bar of soap. But, <laughs> but I am very dangerous in the gym. I can shift some steel very okay. quickly. I'm very dangerous over over a short distance. I'll probably slow down, obviously, at, at, towards the end of my career. But, mate, he wasn't one to talk at the end of his career. He looked like a drop pie as well. <laughs> like, he, he moves like a wet week, that bloke. Like, he's the yes. slowest dummy half in the world. Oh, I love like, it. He has the audacity to come at me at my ring. I'm, I'm, I'm in a cutting phase at the moment, if you can't tell. Oh, no, I'm, looking at million dollars. Yeah, I look better now than I did when I played, which is probably sad, but <laughs> <laughs> Andrew McCullough, I thought he was going to give me a rap there and put me in his dream team, but I'm in the sloppy ring Yeah, yeah you're going in the sloppy <laughs> ring. And uh, Benny Hunt, obviously, Captain Kate. Oh, Dozer. Dozer was, he, mate, he, when Little he was Brucey. at the Bronx, Broncos, he was playing 10 minutes off the bench and he was a fat mess. Like, we, <laughs> we grew up together, Dozer, and they, we, we all had houses at Ascot together and that bloke had put, put away some Bundaberg Black Rats and he was... Is that so, right? Oh, mate, he loved a drink. He was playing 10 minutes off the bench as a utility. Yeah. It wasn't until Anthony Griffey got the job and moved Peter Wallace out of halfback. That's right. And Hunt got the opportunity to go there that he never really looked back. But, yeah, early in the years, he was just happy being... A, he, was, he, was, he looked like a slow Brandon Smith. Jeez, bet little 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 days, little Benny Hunt. Hey, uh, we better get back to the Tigers and the Dolphins. Um, the second half, it opened up a little bit. Yeah, there was some better footy. There was uh, a try, a bomb try to Bostock. Then Alex Safarth, uh, Jake Simpkins, both scored for the Titan uh, Tigers. Trey Fuller, what a try on debut for him. Yeah, he's a young man who, who's. I think he's come up from the Dragons. He's got an opportunity. At the Dolphins. Yep. He's playing Queensland Cup under Ben Teo. Ben Teo's got huge raps on him as a young man. Um, a, a little fella, a bit like Cody Nicarima, very electric yeah. with his footwork. Um, but, yeah, to score on debut, what a special moment for Isn't the young it? man. Um, hopefully one of many to come. I think, um, obviously, I think Hammerso's their future fullback. Yeah. But to get an opportunity at the end of the year to showcase what you can do, whether he, he picks up another contract at Redcliffe or if somebody else gets to see him and see what he he can do. Mm. Uh, that's what it's about. It's about these young guys showcasing their skill, their ability, and hopefully somebody coming along and giving him an opportunity moving forward. Mate, interesting you say that uh, I think Hammer's their long-term fullback. Uh, pretty hard to disagree. I'm going to wind the clock back four or five months. I reckon all the talk about Herbie Farnworth going to the Dolphins was the fact that he wanted to play fullback. So... Mm. Interesting little dilemma there, isn't it? They're in a bit of a situation. I think Herbie, Herbie's grunt work at the Broncos, the ability, yes. to, his post-contact meters, his ability to uh, get them out of out of trouble yep. is something that the Dolphins are missing. Yep. They don't have those meter eaters like the Broncos do. Which the center is so important. Which is important. Yeah. And, and I just don't know if he has the football IQ at the moment yep. to... Be able to ball play like a Cody or yeah. like a, um, 
you know, like a natural fullback, like yep. a hammer. So he, he's definitely got the work ethic and yeah. and the the size and the speed. He might be more like a Dylan Edwards, you know, a, a yeah. guy that's on the ball constantly. Yeah. Yep. But um, I think Wayne and, and Christian Wolf, he, he's going to be in good hands there. It's a huge loss for the Brisbane Broncos. Massive. Yeah, it, it, it certainly is. We are talking Tigers and the Dolphins. This is the Footy Talk podcast. This game came alive after that Trey Fuller try. Uh, there was a runaround stuff up from the Tigers of monumental proportions. It was. All-time gold medal stuff. Uh, and Jermaine Asako uh, kicked the penalty goal from right in front. So we're sitting at 22-all. Jermaine Asako, then late in the game, kicks a field goal. I think there's about seven minutes to go. 23-22. Shots of Benji Marshall frustrated in the coach's box. So much has been said about Benji and Tim Sheens and the Tigers this week. Benji was so animated, so frustrated, riding the emotional roller coaster. The Tigers from that field goal kicked a short kickoff, but Appy Corusau, it's probably the restart of the year because he was looking one way and kicking the other way. It fooled every single person on the field except the one guy for the Tigers that got it. Uh, it was a penalty to the Tigers, 30 metres out on the sideline. Appy Corusau is fourth string kicker probably <laughs> and captain and he selects the penalty goal. Yeah, it was a moment. It was it was a weird ending to the game. Just the whole build up. Obviously, Abby Corusau playing halfback as well. Yeah, like his natural position. I just think he's such a natural football player around the ruck. But he's puts his hands up. He's the captain of the club. He tricks everyone, bamboozles them with the restart, and then to to, to put your hand up. Want those moments. Your captain has has to have yeah. want to be in those moments and and put the pressure on his back. And he knows the situation, what's going on in the club. He knows what's happening in the top office. Benji Marshall's it's his first game. So for him to put his hand up, take that penalty, nail it, just it. just yeah. it's just. It's a testament to him as a man. He, he's been at some big clubs. He's won big games, grand finals, origins, and that club just needed him to do something like that on that day for him. And he stood up from the sideline 30-something metres out, hit it straight. <laughs> oh, good. Did it have the length? It hits the crossbar and dribbles over. <laughs> Even Appy was laughing. So it was a 24-23 victory to the Tigers. Well done. It was actually, it was good entertainment. We moved on from there. The 5.30 game last night was the Titans v Panthers. Titans without Aaron Clark, without Tanner Boyd, without Kieran Foran. Uh, their casualty list would grow over the course of the next 90 minutes. Uh, Philip Sami off the field, Jaden Campbell off the field late. Uh, both looked like significant knee injuries. Uh, it was 
40 points to 14, Moose. Uh, that's the scoreline. And if you didn't see the game, you look at that and you go, yeah, it's probably what I thought, yeah. but it wasn't like that. No, no, not at all. I thought Gold Coast started with so much energy and yeah. vigour. Penrith started well too, but they were offside on the very first kick chase. Yep. And then Titans uh, hit back straight away. Young Weaver got the ball out the back. Yep. His very first touch in first grade that's under right. the bright lights. Mm. A beautiful deft touch to uh, young Khalees Haas, who just barnstorming outside in the shoulder, went straight through the line, show yep. and go, scored under the post. But from then, it was kind of just like they just started to push their hand a little bit, and then the to- uh, the Penrith started to turn the screws and build pressure. Yep. And then the injuries and, and just the constant pressure of Penrith really came back to uh, obviously wear them down, and the, and the class came through at the end. Uh, first half tries, Dylan Edwards, Isaiah Yo, Tyrone Peachy. He was denied once. He, he was awarded a try in uh, 34th, 35th minute. Then a try just before half time to Tommy Jenkins. Uh, made the score 22 points to six. Well, by second half standards, the game had... It really lifted in, in every level, execution, intensity, the whole lot. And the Titans dominated the first... 20, 25 minutes of the second half. A try to Arlo Camperera, a try to David Vafita. It was 22-14, Moose, 15 minutes to go. Whack. Penrith just come in and, and just punish you. Yeah, again, again, a great start from Titans like they did in the first half, but they... They had the trick play off the tap for from Brian Kelly, the show to the open comeback for David Fafita. Mm. And then the Khan Pereira try was, was a very silky smooth, great pass from AJ Brimson yep. to, to hit him. And he's a great finisher. He's such a fine for that club. They've, yep. they've produced some great wingers over the years. David Mead, Kevin uh, Gordon, yep. like the, uh, Anthony Don. Like they've, yeah. they've had some classy wingers that the Gold Coast have produced. I think he's just going to be an, on the list of those guys. I'm really yeah. impressed with him. But oh, like, First year in his uh, most tries in the season tries, ever. Yeah. 19 tries. That's a huge... He, he could be in the discussion of one of the rookies of the year. Like We're not really 100%. talking about him, but... I don't think a, a rookie to me has really stood out this yep. year. Like, yeah, there's definitely a few names out there. Yeah. But there's not that one guy that you're going, yep, that's 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 your man. But he's he's got to be a he has a to chance, be. doesn't he? Definitely he? has to be. Like, he's been consistent all year. 19 tries. Um, yeah, very special player. But like going back to Penrith, that again. They, they kept their fundamentals. They, yep. they went through their procedures. And it's a cliche, but they just stuck to the basics. Yeah. They just did what they had to do. They built pressure. And I just think the injuries that Gold Coast copped, Tino as well, um, they yeah. just kind of wore them down in the middle. And, and, and touching on Tino and Mo Furuwaka, they're doing a lot of heavy lifting. Oh, aren't they? They're not getting the support yeah. that those two guys need. Off uh, Isaac Leo... He's not uh, David Vafita. Can sometimes just be watching the football game. He's such a special player, but he just does not want to go get his hands on the ball. He he relies on people to give him the ball. And uh, until that changes, we're going to be seeing similar results. And I I think Des Hasler going to Gold Coast Titans will be the best thing for David Vafita. When Des Hasler had Tony Williams yep. at Manly, he turned that man into a test back rower. There's so many, so many similarities between Dave Vafita exactly, and exactly Tony Williams. So I played against Tony Williams yeah. coming through in school, boys, and he was yep. petrifying. But you never saw him some games. He was at Parramatta. He was yep. on the wing half yeah. the time. And you just never saw him because – 
for whatever reason, they're just happy to spectate. They're just yep. out there, they're doing their thing and, you know, drifting along. But uh, I think Des has that with Kieran Foran, hopefully can unleash the potential that Dave Fafita mm. has because I'd hate to get Dave Fafita to get to oh. the end of his career and we just sit here yep. and go, geez, he could have been what special. could have been something, He yeah. could have been the, one of the all-times in the background. Yep. Uh, the Panthers... Three tries in 11 minutes. It about sums it up. Uh, Dylan Edwards, Liam Martin and Stephen Crichton, they recorded a 40 points to 14 victory. So two pretty good games right here on Triple M on the Saturday. Look, um, away from footy and we have some fun with you, all our shows, all our presenters. Uh, we, lo- we love interacting with you. We love giving you opinions, a couple of crap jokes here and there, especially right here on the podcast. Um some things are, are more important than footy, and over the course of the weekend, we've um, we've re- all received the sad news that Kyle Turner has passed away at a very young age, and um, it sort of just hits home, uh, especially for a, a, a lot of us guys. Um, it's never weak to speak, and if uh, if you you do need to reach out to a mate or a confidant or a, a helpline, uh, do it. It's, um, yeah, it's difficult. It's been a difficult weekend for everyone in the rugby league community. Um, Let's put the egos in the pockets, guys. Uh, Speak out if you need it. To the Turner family and close friends, um, we are thinking of you in our thoughts and prayers very much nothing we can say, nothing we can do can change anything. Um, that Lifeline Australia number 13, 11, 14, make a call that uh, can make a difference. Uh, different ending to the podcast. Um, it's sobering really, but uh, far more important than footy. Have a great day, everyone. Mm-hmm.